This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yes, it is, ladies and gentlemen. Mike and Chase joining you from the Bolts broadcast, and it sure is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Chase, I know you're excited. I'm excited. Christmas music's playing. It is November 1st, and uh, we are just feeling oh so jolly. Is this episode going to get taken down now for copyright infringement? No, it's okay because we only played like three seconds of the song, so we're good. All right. It's only when it's only when you know, like we, like if we give away the song and you know, like it, it's reasonably available with the podcast, even if like you, I don't know, skip three seconds but then continue to play it. As long as the integrity of the song is not, you know, shown on the podcast, then we're good. Okay. Great. But yeah, uh wanted to start with some Christmas music, Chase. I know uh you're not you're not one to jump into Christmas music right as Halloween nope. ends. I am. And last night during our Halloween party, we were uh listening to some Christmas music as Johnny and I controlled the music and oh man, I am I am so very happy that it's Christmas time and you know uh, screw Thanksgiving. Who cares about it? Because we got to go right to Christmas. No, I, I enjoy Thanksgiving food too much. I enjoy what goes down to Thanksgiving too much, especially with my family. Got a got a fun family, so I, I'm I'm not a guy to just skip over Thanksgiving. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't do that. Well, my thing is Thanksgiving food is not as good as Christmas food, and it's it's pretty similar. Uh, I won't lie, it's pretty similar, except. You do ham or some higher class thing on Christmas where Thanksgiving, I find it very hard for, at least when it comes to my family, it's only turkey. It's only turkey. So I'm not a turkey guy. I much prefer a ham or um, sometimes when we go to my stepdad's family's place for Christmas. They do beef Wellington and that is fire. So, you know, Christmas, you got the joy all like, well, at least for me from November to Christmas, you have the amazing joy that Christmas brings for some people, December 1st to Christmas Thanksgiving. It's just a day. Like there's no extra feeling around it, at least for me. So I, uh, I'm ready to jump in. And Thanksgiving is—it's basically just a wannabe Christmas. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with that one. But like, we eat literally pretty much the same things. Um, the only thing we do eat extra on Christmas is some extra desserts, like you know, some Christmas cookies and stuff. Um, so we eat pretty much the same thing, and then there's football on. So you can't complain about football being on. Well, see, that's where the Mitchelson family tradition comes in, and on Christmas Eve, where Usually, there's a good amount of football that is actually played on Christmas Eve. You'd be surprised if you look at the past couple of years um, when football is played. And actually, there is a lot of football played on Christmas Eve, usually. Usually, I don't want to say all the time. Um, so that's when the family, the Mitchelson family tradition comes in. Christmas Eve, 
we head up to Buffalo Wild Wings, watch some games, drink some cocktails, uh, and it's a great time. And then later on that night, go back, go to bed early, wake up, the kids open the presents, we have a great time, and then the family party starts, and oh, it's just so good. And, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm probably bashing on Thanksgiving a little bit too much because uh, the last couple of years haven't been great for Thanksgiving, or, or they haven't been great for me, the last couple of Thanksgivings haven't. Um, why is that, you may ask? Well, my 21st birthday fell on the day before Thanksgiving, which is, of course, the biggest party day of the year. And uh, I had to go, what, like two hours away from my house to celebrate Thanksgiving with um, my stepdad's family. And I was the most hungover I've ever been in my life. So, I mean, I guess that's why I put down Thanksgiving, but I just think Christmas is so unmatched. And what we'll do, Chase, is we're going to put up a poll. It's been a while. It's been a while since we had a poll. So... Go to Bolt's Broadcast on Twitter. There's going to be a poll there, and it's going to ask you, are you a fan of Christmas music, or when do you start listening to Christmas music? We'll go with. So we'll go November 1st as an option, after Thanksgiving as an option, December 1st as an option, and then maybe Christmas Day or, or never as, as the last option. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Are you guys Christmas people or uh, do you prefer to wait a little bit? And I, I get it. If you prefer to wait, that's cool. Uh, just like Chase, you know, you can uh, glue the green fur onto you because you're a Grinch. But, you know, some of us, we are uh, jolly people over here and we, we we just need to get into that Christmas mood. I'm, I'm growing off the beard. No shave November. Um, and, you know, hopefully it's going to be long and white like Santa. But uh Probably not. I mean, I can't get a mustache going. So, what makes me expect that, right? Yeah, you're you're not gonna get get a Santa beard. And don't get me wrong; it's not that like, I don't hate Christmas or anything. I still like it better than Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving is a holiday that needs to be enjoyed as well. Sure. I mean, I guess I guess that's acceptable. But I don't know. I don't. Know. And and with the whole football point, you know, it's gonna be a little different this year for Christmas because uh, World Junior starts a day earlier than normal so we're going to get a little World Junior hockey on Christmas Day so that's going to be kind of fun. Right there. Right there. It just adds the Christmas spirit and hopefully we get USA versus Canada on that day. USA just spanks Canada and you know we're just going to what a phenomenal Christmas honestly. How great would that be? That, that, that would be fun. That would be fun. Also, I have to say, with growing up in, you know, public school districts and, you know, I feel like just most people in America are accustomed to this. I would assume Canada, too. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, But Thanksgiving, you know, you get, what, three or four days off, um, maybe five days off. But then you have to prepare for finals after Thanksgiving. And if you're not working during Thanksgiving studying, then you could be in some hurt where Christmas, you're done with school. You know, you're waiting until the next semester. So that's a, that's another reason to put Christmas on top for me and uh, another reason just to start it early. So <laughs> I know I we, mean, we, we've been going a little bit long with this, but Chase, yeah. it means that much. That's fair. All right, Chase. Well, uh, we want to talk quickly about our Halloween last night. Uh, again, this is being recorded on November 1st, Sunday. Uh, we had a long night, and it really didn't feel very Halloween-y. There wasn't a lot of kids out in the neighborhood. Um, obviously, that's got to be due to COVID. And overall, it's 
it was a fun night, but it didn't feel like a Halloween night, at least to me. No, it, it really didn't. It was weird. So, like, we live in the same sub, and it's normally a really busy, really packed subdivision, uh, especially come Halloween. And usually a lot of people will come. They'll drive to our subdivision, come trick-or-treat, too. But there's just really nothing. I mean, like, I feel like, they're, I don't know, maybe, like, 5% of the normal kids that are normally there. It was really weird. I um, mean, you know, I, I get it with COVID. People are concerned. But, like, like, at the same time, you know, if you're doing it properly, you're distancing, there's not much to worry about. Uh, but w- whatever it is what it is. Um, just 2020s, other than the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup win, is kind of just a scrappier anyway. So it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And it was wild. I texted Chase as I was pulling into the subdivision because yesterday I started at Michigan State and man, oh man, Michigan State University taking the big win over the Wolverines. What a game. Um, But I started at Michigan State, had to drive home. I started to pull into our subdivision at around 6.20 p.m. Obviously, Halloween and trick-or-treating starts at 6. Uh, I only saw seven groups, and the groups were, you know, maybe a, a mom and her two kids or um, maybe, you know, I think the biggest group I saw was like six people. So only seven groups around our neighborhood, and um, I had a – I've got – what would you say? Maybe a, a quarter mile drive from the start of the sub to where my place is. Quarter of a mile, maybe, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Um, like that. So, and I only saw seven groups, so it was crazy. I texted Chase about it. I'm like, dude, it is dead this year. It's it's wild. So, um, it was weird. But, and <sighs> Halloween just, I love the Halloween spirit and love watching scary movies, but it seemed like I kind of lost that feeling around like October 20th. Like, I tried to get it back, obviously, but all of the Twitter and TikTok stuff I've been seeing on Christmas, it it kind of pushed me into that mood over Halloween, so see, I it never, is what it is. Like, I never got into Halloween this year. I didn't see much about it. There wasn't much going on. I didn't even think trick-or-treating was going on for the longest time, and so I just really never got into it, and I don't know. It just felt like another day, really. Yeah, it really did. All right, well, Chase, let's, uh, let's now start to talk about some hockey, and uh, we've got some some tough news it's it's kind of a more upsetting episode but uh hopefully we can liven it up a little bit and make it not just the worst podcast you've ever heard i mean we started with christmas music so i mean it can't right um but chase first we got to talk about the unfortunate passing of travis roy so if anyone does not know uh travis roy he is a former boston university hockey player uh 11 seconds into his first college game, you know, going into the like into the corner, just went kind of into the boards from an awkward hit, paralyzed ever, ever since then. So uh, ever since then, he's been a really inspirational person in the hockey world. Uh, you know, he's a philanthropist. He's a motivational speaker. Uh, he's very well revered within uh, the NHL community. A lot of players know him. A lot of players talk very highly of him. A lot of coaches, a lot of media do. Uh, so it, it's a very sad passing. He was someone who was. You know, very active, outspoken, still loved hockey, loved talking hockey anytime he could. Um, So the hockey community lost a good one uh, at only 45 years old. Yeah, it's super unfortunate that uh, we lost someone like that so early. And to have to go through that adversity, uh, you know, being paralyzed 
in your very first game of college hockey, which is a lot of people's dreams to get to that level and for it to be taken away from him like that and then for him to bounce back to recover, to become such a a great philanthropist and motivational speaker that would touch the lives of many, uh, absolutely phenomenal. So uh, Travis Roy had an amazing, amazing life, and we wish it could have lasted a little bit longer. Unfortunately, it couldn't. So uh, we wish all the best to his family, and uh, he, he's going to go down in a lot of people's memories as just a phenomenal dude. Absolutely. All right, Chase, some more unfortunate news. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, they, uh, they, they didn't have the best ending to a World Series that started very interesting, and, and Game 4 ended just phenomenally. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, the Rays dropped the World Series, and Tampa doesn't get to see its second parade this year. Dude, how many times do teams like lose series after crazy uh, moment wins like that like it and every time a team gets a series like a series changing moment like that they always win and this just happened to me the one time they don't when we could get two championships in tampa within like a month span but nope uh, we don't get that uh it, it sucks but uh, you know it is what it is good on them for even being able to make it as far as they did that's a very impressive feat and you know maybe next year we'll just get back to our double tampa wins maybe even triple maybe the bucks go out there and win something yeah, absolutely, and we talked about it. I mean, the Dodgers were the odd-on favorites pretty much the whole season, and so to take them even to six games was very impressive, and uh, unfortunately, uh, that Dodgers team is just too stacked. Couldn't bring it home, but that's completely fine. We already we already lived through a, a championship parade. We uh, got to see our Tampa Bay Lightning lift the Stanley Cup, and hey, there's a good chance that... Uh, Maybe one of the Tampa teams will do it again next year. All right, Chase, uh, we now move on to the Arizona Coyotes as they, uh, they've been having some, some iffy stuff going on in their organization and having to do with you know one of their prospects. If anybody has not heard the news on Mitch Miller at this point, uh, I'd be kind of surprised, especially if you're heavily involved in the whole hockey world, hockey sphere. Um, so this is a kid who... A uh, f- few years ago, did some horrible things to a uh, you know a de- develop- developmentally disabled uh, black child. He you know he abused him. He used the N word against him. He did a lot of really rough things against him. Um, it-, it became very public knowledge. Arizona still decided to use their fourth round pick to draft the kid. Um, obviously, the hockey world kind of revolted and started shooting back at him. Um, UND, the school where he was enrolled to go, where he's given a full scholarship to play hockey, they tried standing behind him too. They said, you know what, we plan on making him the center of an anti-bullying campaign as well. <laughs> Which, first of all, are you, are you, are you fucking kidding me? You're, you're going to make this kid who tormented uh, this innocent man for years in a horrible way and did horrible things to him, you're going to make him the center of an anti-bullying campaign? That's a joke. Well, Arizona, they renounced their draft pick. They no longer own his rights. UND no longer has him on the team. You know, it's kind of sad that both these teams, both these school or both these organizations had to wait until the public, uh, you know, clearly stated that this is an issue in order for them to do something. Uh, he should have never been drafted in the first place. He should, I, I'm all for people getting second chances, uh, but when you read the things he did, people like that don't change. He did some pretty heinous things. It wasn't a one-time incident. It was over years and years and years. You don't just change in the, in the drop of a dime like that. And he's never apologized to the kid. Um, 
So honestly, good rinse. I have no problem with this. On Arizona, you wasted a draft pick, so good for you. Just another last draft pick that you had already from this year. Uh, but this kid does not deserve deserve that opportunity. Yeah, that's where my question came into play was the Arizona Coyotes, and obviously they had the the whole you know scandal when it came to interviewing prospects and how they had to forfeit draft picks because of it. Uh, if if they interviewed prospects early of the draft, how do they not know about this kid's wrongdoings? Or if they did, then why did they still choose him? Like it just. It doesn't make sense. Like Arizona, if you're going to cheat, cheat well, right? Don't yeah, screw sure. yourself. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's so indicative of the Arizona Coyotes. Like they are, they've, they've been a bad franchise since they've come in and it's sad. Like I want them to do something, but cause I love Oliver Ackman Larson. Um, but I just, I don't know. It, it's so indicative of them. They've just been bad forever, and it, it seems like they're just going to continue to be bad if they're doing stupid shit like this. Yep, that's just a loser mentality franchise. Absolutely. All right, Chase, let's now talk about the AHL as we have a, a begin date for them. Yeah, so as of right now, uh, they plan to begin play February 5th, which is obviously quite a bit away, uh, which sucks. You know, we, We're hoping that we can still see the NHL play early January, um, you know, no guarantee on anything, but yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how this all works out. Um, they're still obviously working out a lot of rules, um, leagues like the ECHL and SPHL. I still think they're iffy on what they're even doing. They might not even play. Those are lower budget leagues. So it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't play. Um, uh, but we at least, you know, know, like a starting name for the American league, which is a really important league. Uh, you know, you, you got a lot of guys who are just kind of on the cusp of being NHL players, but need that seasoning down in the American League. Uh, so it, it's good that they're able to play. There was talk where they wouldn't play at all this year. You know, that that would have been like a crusher. It would have been, it would have added to an even weirder season having North American, like 21, 22 year olds go over playing Europe, which probably isn't the best route for them since they never played over there. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy that they're able to get it figured out. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's great to see another hockey league coming back. And honestly, I'm just eager to hear when the official start date for the NHL is, because obviously we still don't know that quite yet, but uh, I'm ready. You know, uh, I was talking to my parents today about how we're kind of in that that down period where, you know, the big signings and the draft and everything is over. So it's kind of quiet right now. Hopefully we can get some more news on our Tampa players because obviously we've got three very important restricted free agents that we want to see return. Uh, we'll keep you guys up to date with that. As of right now, we've got nothing. Um, but yeah, we're kind of in that downtime and it's nice to see that we're, we're getting some hockey back, even though we're not sure when when the big league is going to be back quite yet. But we know what's coming. Um, what do we think in December, January time, right? Yep. Perfect. All right, Chase. Well, let's quick let's take a quick commercial break. Uh, today we are going to be taking a look at the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. It is a podcast all about the Pittsburgh Penguins. Check it out. Hello, hockey fans. My name is Nick Berlansky, host of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. My co-host, Nick Horwat and I talk all things Pittsburgh Penguins from top news to game analysis and other unconventional hockey talk. We've got you covered. A team in the playoffs 
or in the play-in round, won the first overall pick. And I wanted to throw my phone clear across this plane. <laughs> nope, nope, it, he else? will. Yeah, see, there's your he hot will. take, got it. We're That's in. my hot take. <laughs> he will be a Hockey Hall of Famer, if not possibly first ballot Hall of Famer. That was just awful officiating. And who who was this this scrub that was officiating? Let me let me look it up real quick. Mark Rasheed, <laughs> something like that? Oh, oh, Recky. I just, I just wanted to see him booming it from blue line to blue line, being the lines. That's all I wanted to see. Very few general managers have those type of players, let alone three players that you can easily say, if I don't trade them, my team will be better. So all I have to do is not make a move. And I get that's a foreign concept for Jim Rutherford, but you just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. You don't do that. <laughs> New episodes every Monday. Tune in at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcast from. And let's go Pens. All right, if you guys like that quick look at the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, make sure to go check them out at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or anywhere else you get your podcast. All right, Chase, next up, we got to talk about the OHL and uh, one of the big rule changes they made for the upcoming season. Yeah, so this, one, this one's kind of bullshit, honestly. If you ask me, the OHL, um, this is not really their rule. This is the, the health minister of Ontario's rule. Um, there will be no body checking in the OHL this year. And apparently this kind of seems like they want to do it for the NHL too. Um, if, if that's the case, then like, well, first of all, it's not happening in the NHL level. Let's just make that clear. They're not getting rid of checking at any point, but the OHL, uh, they're looks like if they want to play this year, there's gonna be no checking. I know teams can't really afford to not play. So they're gonna have to abide by these rules. Uh, they they need to bring in some money. They need to develop their players. So I get it. I understand uh, these for, from these teams, but it's honestly stupid bullshit. It doesn't help this. This it doesn't help stop the spread of anything. If you're that worried, just don't let them play. Like these kids are gonna be lining up against each other in faceoffs anyway. They're gonna be skating next to each other. They're gonna be next to each other on benches. Why can't you hit? It makes no sense. It doesn't do anything different. I'm sure they're gonna have to wear masks the whole time anyway. So it it just it's so stupid to me. It just seems like the next step in removing like hitting from hockey in general because you're gonna see. Oh, wow, concussions are down. Yeah, because the game is literally completely different now. It's no longer hockey. It's uh, just a show on ice at this point. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And, I mean, just look at the NHL and the bubble. No cases. And, and yes, it is a bubble, but, uh, you know, still, body checking allowed. Basketball, they were in a bubble as well. No cases. Football, we do have some cases, but it's not out of this world. And tackling is still amazing. And... Uh, yeah, I just think that, like you were saying, Chase, being in the face-off dot, your faces are much closer to each other than if you lay a body check. Like, you're not, like, slamming helmets against each other. You're going shoulder to shoulder. So, I don't really understand taking out body checking. I'd agree with you that if they're that worried, just cancel the season because it really takes away a big part of the game. And, honestly, the one reason that... Uh, I am a big fan of hockey is I'm also a big fan of football and I like that physicality. I like the aggressiveness um, and hockey does it on freaking knives on ice. So it's awesome. Uh, I think if you take away body checking, it goes more into a form of basketball. And trust me, I am a much bigger fan of football and hockey than basketball. So uh, if they take away body checking, it's going to be very disappointing. If they take away like fighting for a season, 
I mean, I'm you and I are both big proponents of fighting. We we don't think fighting should leave the game. However, if for COVID they want to take away fighting for a year, I'm fine with that. But to take away body checking completely, that's I think that's terrible. Like yeah, especially why get rid of all the physicality in the game? Like, just makes no sense to me. But it, it completely changes the way it's played. And these kids, these are borderline NHL players. Hitting is going to be very well, live well in the NHL. Could you imagine? Uh, some poor kid, some 18, 19-year-old, uh, just going out there, dipsy-doodling all over uh, the OHL ice, steps into his first NHL game, and Ryan Reeves comes hauling down the ice like a fucking semi-truck and takes off his head. Yeah, that would be a rude awakening to the league. And honestly, it'd probably, it'd probably uh, start kill, more injuries. It, it, it'd kill, it'd kill the kid. It'd yeah, honestly. Kid. I mean, look at the NFL right now. They didn't have a preseason, and look at how terrible injuries are this year. You know, they, they couldn't get ramped up. They couldn't get into the game. They go zero to 100. And if that's the case for the OHL where they're not going to do hitting and then the kid's going to get drafted and head into the NHL, that's zero to 100. Guy's going to get smoked. Um, and, you know, it's unfortunate, but right now it might be a reality. And I think it's terrible. Chase thinks it's terrible. I wonder what uh, people around the Hockey Podcast Network and our lovely listeners think about this. So, again, actually go to uh, Bolts Broadcast on Twitter and let us know what your guys' thoughts are on that. Do you like the no-hitting rule that the OHL is implementing? Are you not a fan of it? You know our thoughts on it, but, uh, yeah. Chase, let's now talk about World Juniors. Uh, you mentioned it a little bit earlier on. It's starting on Christmas Day. Well, we're starting to slowly see that some rosters, some camp rosters, excuse me, are being formed. Yeah, uh, so we'll do an episode later on once we get more word on all the rosters kind of being released. Um, like camp rosters or final rosters, we'll, you know, we'll probably do a little bit for both. Um, so just kind of an, an announcement right now, you know, keep, keep your eye out for that. Um, you know, World Juniors is one of my favorite times of the year. Uh, I love seeing that tournament. It's just a cool place to kind of showcase this elite level talent all going against each other. You can really see how some kids do against the top talent from their age group. You know, the guys that stick out in that tournament a lot often go on and have great NHL careers. So I, I look really forward to the tournament this year. Uh, it's going to be interesting. A little slightly expanded roster because of COVID. Um, it's all going to be in a bubble. So it, the games are going to be, there's probably going to be a couple more games like like they're all it's all gonna be at one ring if I'm not mistaken so it, it's gonna be like a couple more games a day instead of having like play kind of two at similar times in different rinks so you know it'll it'll be an interesting uh, World Junior Championship but I'm happy that they're able to even kind of get it going yeah absolutely and that makes me so excited because how many times in the last couple of years have USA and Canada been playing but also Finland and Sweden like at the same time you know it's unfortunate and we want to see both so it's nice that if they are indeed in a bubble with only well they are in a bubble but if they are indeed only on one sheet of ice that we're going to be able to see all of the games witness all the prospects that would be absolutely terrific and I'm very excited for that because I, I don't want to be missing games even even if it's like Germany versus Russia I mean, the Germans have had a lot of good prospects start to come up, so um, I want to watch those games. So I'm very excited for World Juniors, and to be on Christmas Day, I mean, it just adds to the spirit of Christmas. We we love it, and uh, I don't go back to school until January 11th, so I'm going to be able to chillax, watch the whole thing. I can't wait. Yeah, and I really look forward to, you know, this year we should see more NHLers than we normally do. Like Kirby Dockey's already been allowed to go. 
Um, you're going to see a guy like Alexa Lafreniere, he might play. I feel like he probably won't, though. I think he really just wants to gear up for the NHL season. He's, he already accomplished all he could at the World Junior uh, Tournament. But, you know, we're, we're going to see Quinn Byfield really get in, into the uh, spotlight. Uh, Germany, a, a guy like Moritz Sider, who he might have been with the Red Wings this year. Uh, he, he should be back with the team, should be captaining that team once again. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to see a lot of these guys who might not have played originally playing in this tournament. It's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, and we totally expect to see Reichel and J.J. Paterka make the German roster. And uh, any news on Tim Stutzel? What are your thoughts on him? Uh, he He's not playing. He he's broke his wrist, arm, whatever it was, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So unfortunate there, but I mean, we're still going to be able to see a lot of good German prospects. And oh, yeah. it's going to be one of the better teams they've fielded in you know their career. So uh, very excited. I, I think we're going to have a a good world juniors and unfortunately this isn't the best United States team we've ever had at least just looking at the camp <laughs> roster nope but uh hopefully we is this snowing I'm looking out my yeah, window right now oh my gosh yes it's snowing no, kind of a lot November 1st Christmas music is on ladies and gentlemen snow is falling oh what a great day well, well, Chase, that's that's really it for our main topic. So we're going to move into hockey name of the day here as I just continue to stare in awe of the snow falling. I am what a what a freaking time to be alive. And, you know, for November 1st and on to just be absolutely jolly, happy, just amazing. That would be huge for 2020 because we've all had a tough year. It's time to it's time to start looking ahead, start being more positive. So November first, starting it off, some snow, some Christmas. I'm so pumped. All right, Chase, hockey name of the day here. I am uh, scrolling down. Sebastian Dimasa Carlson. Hopefully, I got all those pronunciations correct. Yeah, so it's an easy name to say, but it's it's a fun name, kind of why I want to include it. So our boy uh, Sebastian Dimasa Carlson. He is a 23 year old. Swedish goalie actually uh, played last year in the Federal Prospects Hockey League. Yep, the, you know the most elite league in the world. Uh, but this year he's back in his home uh, country of Sweden playing the Hockey Ten, which is one of the lower leagues in Sweden. Uh, you know he's a solid goalie. Last year in the Federal League, uh, four eight three goals against, eight seven nine save. You know it, it's like it's a pretty low level league. Uh, he'll go to Sweden for his team. Should be a solid backup. Uh, you know maybe play a little more than that. But twenty three years old, six foot two. Um, who, who knows? Obviously, this would be the craziest like story ever if he ever made it to a really high level, playing at such a low level for as long as he has. But, you know, cr- I mean, I guess crazier things have happened in the world. Yeah, absolutely. I, di- I didn't expect him to be Swedish because Demasa always uh, reminds me of a Hispanic name. So uh, yeah. that's, pre- that's pretty cool to see that uh, Sebastian Demasa is uh, Demasa Carlson, excuse me, is I wonder if his parents... What, yeah, no what, idea. If, what if he has a Swedish parent and a Hispanic parent and they kept it interesting? We might have to do a little bit more looking on him. But uh, that's going to be it, guys, for the episode chase. Why don't you uh, let the people know what they could do if they wanted to give us a little extra support? Well, if you guys want to support the whole network, uh, you can go to Patre- Patreon and become a patron. Uh, you could help us out that way and really support us uh, with the monetary investment i guess is the way to say it uh, if you guys want to do that get some exclusive content you can go ahead and do that 
You can follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast. That is at Bolts Broadcast. Follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. You know, just be, make sure to be on the lookout uh, from the Hockey Podcast Twitter. There's They usually got giveaways going on. Um, you know, you, you might as well get on them, in and on them. They're pretty easy to get in on. Uh, also, while you're at it, go check out WNP on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Uh, check out the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts within the network right there. Boom, just click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, love and squeezy. Wherever you're listening, rate us five stars. You know, leave a comment, send us your questions, concerns on Twitter. Uh, reach out to us. If, you know, we love hearing from you guys. Absolutely. And make sure to go to Bolts Broadcast on Twitter. Hit us with a follow, but also let us know your thoughts on one, Christmas music, when do you start it? And then two, no body checking in the OHL. Let us know what you think. We really want to know your thoughts. Get the uh, overall opinion of you know, everyone that's really in the hockey community. We want to know. Uh, but that's going to be it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Stay positive, stay happy, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.